Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of O Jeremiah Talks. We're done with Thanksgiving. We are on to Christmas. We're getting in the spirit. And to help emphasize the Christmas spirit, we're going to talk about our hormones today on the podcast. And not the way that I grew up talking about hormones, but uh, a more in-depth, sciencey, and um, very thorough conversation about hormones. Uh, and we're going to get into all of it. Erin just got her uh, neurotransmitters checked. And this episode, we go into a whole world of that. So this is not a typical podcast, but which episodes are typical? You know what I mean? Okay, so let's talk about it. Also, don't forget, we're on Patreon. If you want to support us there, the best way to do it is go to ojeremiahtalks.com or search us on Patreon. There's more episodes and there's uh, a music tier where you can get music before anyone else. There's a new single on Patreon, if you could believe it. So anyway, that all that to say, Oh Jeremiah Talks, new episode, let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I hope we can get together. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and back us up. Okay. So the, this is warning. Wait, wait. Not First warning. Of all, Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Dun, thank dun, you dun, for dun, joining dun. us. But listen, um, this is a very. This is going to be a pretty informative slash, uh, hopefully helpful episode. You are literally holding pages upon pages of graphs with words that I've never heard on it. I did research for this episode. That's, so let me, that's what we need to... Let me update the people. Pulled out a lot of data here. Yeah, let me update the people. Here so we last week, you ad- admitted to the earth that you've been struggling really bad with depression. Mm-hmm. More so than when you graduated college, which we both agree was the most depressed we'd had, we'd had ever seen you. Mm-hmm. As someone that doesn't struggle with depression, it was mm-hmm. foreign to me. Mm-hmm. As someone that has been married to you, I know that I haven't seen you that sad since until COVID happened. And well, I would say until a few weeks ago happened. Right. Because the beginning of I it wasn't COVID. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, yeah. But all the things that come with COVID and kind of being living this way for eight months has kind of taken a toll on your emotional health. And you mentioned that on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And then you said the word neurotransmitter to yeah. me. And yeah. I said, uh, sir, watch your mouth around me. Okay. And uh, apparently you got your neurotransmitters tested. Yes. Uh, I want to know, but we're going to spend the whole episode talking about that, Okay, how it correlates to depression, insomnia, of course, all these other things. Very little music talk in this one. Maybe we'll sing some of the big words that will make it feel- A neurotransmitter is the thing that fires chemicals in your brain. Okay. I don't want to do that. No, no, I'm not going to do that again. Yes. Delete that and I don't, I don't want to come back to that again. Got it. That's okay. fair. So I would like to know mm-hmm. what you found out, Okay. why this is important- and we both listened to a podcast that kind of equipped us with even more background. AKA, I forced him to listen to this podcast. Yes, it was the least fun I've ever had oh, listening no, to a podcast. Oh, no, it was one of my favorite. Did you really not enjoy it? I did not enjoy it. Did you learn anything from it? I learned it? so much. Okay. But just Can because you? I learned a lot, I'm not like listening to podcasts to go to school. Like, I want to. I am. I know That's you what are. I do. I Look take... at all those pieces of paper in your lap right now. Okay, so tell me this, babe. Uh, I'm just going to ask you this because I need to hear from you before I just do like a giant monologue on feelings. But what is something that what is something that you learned from the podcast that you were surprised to find out? Oh, do you want me to get my notes? No. 
Oh, oh yes. Or should we do this after I cover I th- everything? I think it would be helpful because my notes are very sporadic. small and very sporadic. Let's wait till the end then. But you yeah. have some stuff that you learned. Yes, I'll just interject if they come up. Something so, that like, oh, I that stood out to me too. Yes. Yeah. So, so well, hang on. So things that about you that I know are true. That you, are going to be hard for this episode? No, no. Okay. That are going to touch on this episode. That are going to be touched on in this episode. Yeah. You struggle with depression, which we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. You are a terrible, terrible sleeper. Okay. And you have uh, very... Uh, how do I say this? Anxiety is familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And we've been told in the past, that's just how you are. That's just life, whatever. And usually we've been told that there are medicines, there are these other things that you can do to like offset those things. Mm -hmm. And you're about to go down a different path of uh, healing in those things. Sure. And I also want to point out that I am not in any way. No, I I am to some degree. I, I don't shame anyone or I don't dismiss the idea of medicine. Of course, your mom is a nurse practitioner. My mom is a nurse practitioner. I, I don't want to um I don't want to pretend like it's not something I really support. You know what I mean? Like yes, I'm going to deep dive into like a holistic approach and like supplements and uh what you're feeding your body, but I just want to be clear in that if you are on medicine for depression or anxiety or for a hormone imbalance, I am I am totally in understanding of why you would be yeah, I have been on. I've never been on an antidepressant before. I have have been on uh, some anxiety meds, but it was um, for situational anxiety. So I um, am in full support of that. Specifically, if you need a quick fix, yes. and there's no way out of the hell that is your mind. Yeah, 100%. and I um and I and I support that. So I I kind of want to go back, and I was. I'm really lucky that I'm a paper saver. <laughs> That's just kind of like how I've always been as a person. And I had I found my paperwork today from whenever I first got my hormones and neurotransmitters tested. Yes. Okay. So, and I want to back up to like why this even came into my life because what's so shocking to me is that there are not many people that I've been around at least that really have the knowledge and information on on this type of approach yes. to these imbalances that can go on in your body. Um, also, I think it's pretty clear, but obviously I'm no expert. I'm, I'm speaking from my experience today and things that have rung true for me and that have helped me. Uh, that's just, I need to just say that for my own peace of mind. But Well, I, also, I, I know you, and I know that you are in constant fear of being misunderstood. And I know that as soon as we hit stop on this podcast, you're going to be worried that people are going to think you're pretending to be an authority or you're like people know where you are Mm -hmm. like, but you'd have studied a lot on this and imagine this me talking to Aaron right now, as if your best friend just found out about neurotransmitters (laughs) and you can't wait for them to tell you about it. Yeah. Like I hope maybe I'm just like your first step or your first stop for, research if you're struggling in any of these areas maybe i'm your your kickstart to a google search and then that would lead you to a home testing kit and then that would lead you to healing that's the move that's the move got it um so here we go 
uh, back in my parents divorced whenever <laughs> it does start here. Yeah. <laughs> um, my parents divorced whenever I was about, I was 21 years old whenever it officially went through. Uh, I was in college at the time, devastated, whatnot, you know, all the stuff that comes with it. Uh, completely blindsided by it. All that to say, it was, I think it was pretty shocking for my mom as well. So my mom was obviously, um, you know, I'd say it was, it was, uh, I don't even know how to sum it up. They were married for 26 years, you know. She had lost her dad a few years prior, uh, and then shortly after she lost her grandmother and lost her great aunt. There's a culmination of every life stress event that could happen happened within this time, right? It was also around the time that my sister got diagnosed with a with ulcerative colitis and also the time like her job stayed the same, but everything else in her life changed. She was also going through menopause, okay, which is important. So I lived with her that summer after all of that happened. The culmination of five years just kind of came to a head and she was in the thick of it of menopause, which no one had really talked to me about before, right? I was leaving the house every day to go to my summer job and she was crying every single day. Uh, I thought, and we all thought it was mom is struggling with divorce. You know, of course we get that. That's what's happening. So we didn't, none of us really did anything about it. Okay. And then my mom is a nurse practitioner, as we mentioned before. And one of her friends, I believe, connected her with this woman in Foley, Alabama, which is where she works, who was a fellow nurse practitioner who had just moved down, who specifically studied hormone imbalances and how nutrition can help fix those problems and testing and supplements and whatnot. So my mom was like, well, um, like it's uh, what the one of the most shocking things to me is that it's not talked about so much that whenever a woman goes through menopause, it doesn't even register you to you first off that there's an imbalance in your body in hormones. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that is not a first thought. It's just, oh, menopause is hard, isn't it? Those right. night sweats, those hot flashes, those you know, feelings of despair. What a horrible time in your life. Well, I, w- I will be, uh, not to sound like a child on this podcast, but anytime okay. hormones come up, mm-hmm. I never take inventory of that ever. Like my yeah. only relationship to hormones is whenever I was a little kid and started like feeling my body change or, you know, yeah. you know, like there yeah. were pretty girls and like my body reacted differently. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like when I think of hormones, I don't think you of... You think of boners. Yeah, I, that's okay. exactly right. <laughs> that's okay. So... Sure. Sorry. I mean, you're that's avoiding the first time it. you've ever used that word to I me. know, but that's what you were thinking of. No, right. I just needed to say it. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So I don't know if people listen to this... If if I was listening to this podcast of a band that I like and they said the word hormones to me, yeah, I definitely would not be thinking cortisol. I definitely would no, not. I, know. I would I know. not be thinking these crazy words you're about to say. And that's what I want people to start thinking of. Great. So, uh, so she meets with this woman and and the woman is like, it's kind of like whenever you go to a counselor and the counselor's like, take this life stress test and see what's going on. And then you score super high, and then you learn that your heart is at risk, and you're like, because your stress is so intense. Well, stress is um, one of the key things I'm going to talk about today. So 
this woman, this like mysterious magical unicorn of a woman now in Foley, Alabama, tells my mom, okay, uh, real quick, Mickey, let's talk through all of the things that have happened to you in the last five years. Um, just so you know, without even testing you, I am 100% certain that your hormones are out of balance. And so my mom is like, whoa, what? You know, she's like, comes from like a very like medical background, no like holistic research. That's not really what she had done and never like a nutrition thing. And so she was like, well, I mean, if my mom was so desperate and that desperation led to her on this journey. Okay. And so this was back in like, I think this was back in 2011. So my mom gets tested, gets on, gets some knowledge in the area, starts to learn how important vitamin D is for your overall health. Everything. Sure enough, results come back. Her hormones are all over the place because she's, you know, Stress is one of the leading causes of a hormone imbalance. And she just gained so much knowledge from it. And I, anyways, I found my paperwork today and I found that my first ever hormone test was back in 2012. And so that was a year after she had kind of like dove into it. And what was happening with me, if I took a life stress test, you know, like I was one degree away from the stuff that my mom was going through, but I was still going through all of those things as well because I was like in direct association with all of those things. Sure. And, uh, so my mom was like, or how are, how are you doing? Like how, like emotionally what's going on with you? And it was like a check-in and I was like, you know, I, I'm actually like, I have really low energy and I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm, you know, this, that, whatever. And so that's, that started my journey of getting all of this figured out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, so yeah. So let me explain it this way. Just, just some basic fact, basic facts from the top to help people understand your adrenal glands are in the, I guess it's like in your throat. I'm like holding my neck right now. Your adrenal glands are responsible for your cortisol and your hormone functioning, okay? That's where those two things come from. And your cortisol is the stress response. It is the immune function. It is uh, overall just like health and well-being of your body, like the metabolic structures like formed in there. Like so much happens with your cortisol, right? So what happens is... If because the adrenal glands are in charge or responsible for the cortisol and your hormones, whenever a life event happens, whenever you go through stress, and I'm going to talk about stress like a ton, we all know cortisol is related is a stress <clears throat> response. Whenever something happens in your life and something traumatic or something big or a big life change, think of the life stress test like I referenced before from counseling. If something like that is happening to you, your adrenal glands kind of go on overdrive to try to help out your cortisol responses because everyone is supposed to have a certain amount of units of cortisol throughout the day. Ideally, you wake up with a high number of cortisol and that gradually tapers off to the end of the day so that your cycle can slow down so that you can go to bed and get tired by the end of the day. Right. Right. So um, you're operating from high units and then the graph, you can just see it should steadily decline down. 
uh, whenever I first got tested, I was having trouble sleeping. And whenever I got that tested, you could see my cortisol actually spiked in the evenings. So I was getting units of energy and that like stress response was just like super high at night. So I wasn't able to sleep. And it's kind of cool whenever you can see on a graph, that's literally what's happening. Or if you know, my friend had like, she was crashing in the afternoon and I was like, you got to fight through it. We got to, we got to keep you up during that day and get you, get you some sunlight in the middle of the day so that you can like keep that graph trending downwards. Right. So whenever you're, whenever you go through an event like that, uh, your adrenal glands are working really hard to fix your cortisol levels because your cortisol is so necessary to live. Yeah. It is also your fight or flight response in life. And yeah. if we didn't have that, we, I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> like you have to have units of cortisol in your body. Because daily. like if you're talking about like stress and anxiety, your fight or flight is like that's part of it. Like mm -hmm. the anxiety is telling you to like fight the situation or fly from the situation or whatever. Yeah. Like, like it's like an emotional fight or flight. Exactly. And what's amazing is that, uh, I mean, the human body is just incredible because whenever you're under that high stress and your adrenal glands are trying to work really hard, you know, think they're pulling that energy and the nutrients that it needs for your whole adrenal support and saying, Oh no, danger this engine is not working. I'm going to feed what needs to be done here instead. Yeah. Um, which I like to think of it as a, as the ideal car that doesn't exist yet. Like a car, uh, the battery starts to mess up. So it's like, okay, let me pull some, all what I need from here and I'll like fix it. Kind of like to give you like a visual of what's going on. Like little things like outward can shut down, like the windshield wipers. And then maybe there's something inside that can feed it what it needs to, to, to function properly. I don't know if that's a good, whatever. But anyways, all that to say, <clears throat> so if your stress is being triggered, you're getting stuff going on in that with like life events because your adrenal glands are working so hard to fix the cortisol levels in you because it's so necessary, what does that mean for your hormones? They're kind of just like going to take a hit because your adrenals are for working so hard to help the cortisol. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So uh, so that results in hormone imbalance. And I wanted to – this is like the best chart I've gotten. I got this from the lady that now I see that woman – I try to see her regularly. Um, I it's it's. I'm gonna be honest. It it can be expensive to get this done. But luckily, but we're loaded. No, <laughs> no. My mom is generously off, offering to help me cover it, and I also tell her that I'm working on like a super, super low budget. And um, I go in to get tested. I think whenever something's wrong. Ideally, I would get tested like what every six months, but it's just not feasible for me. Yeah. And since 20, I think I, my first test was 20, I did 2012, 2013, 2015, 2019, and then I just did one. Yeah. So, um, done quite a few over the years, but again, I, I, tr I just go whenever there's something wrong. But also, for those of you, like, I mean, I know I'm coming from like a privileged standpoint of like, mom, can you help me with this? <laughs> like, this is the one thing that I asked for her help on. Uh, because I always convince myself that I don't need it, that it's not a necessity, but I, I, I'm learning that it is. But I will give some some tips and stuff that you can do if you're working on a on an actual like zero dollar budget. We'll we'll get to that too because I want to I want to I want to give something to everyone here. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, but anyways, I have this list of you know 
it seems like every time I get my hormone, no, it's true. Every time I get my hormones tested, my progesterone, which is a hormone, is incredibly low. And the first time I went in, I was literally like 21 years old. And this, I have this woman telling me, your hormone levels um, are pretty worrisome. And I was like, in what regard? <laughs> and she's like, you're, it's going to be really hard for you to have children. And she's like, you might consider getting your eggs frozen now. And I was like, lady, I'm 21. Like, <clears throat> that is not something I want to do right now. So I didn't do it. I still have, that's not anyone's business. I still haven't done it, but whatever. <laughs> Good thing um, we're ta- telling the entire world. <laughs> well, I mean, life goes on. Uh, so anyways, all that to say, my progesterone has always been super low. Some, if I'm, if I'm in a really tearful season and I'm a tearful person, but I can tell the difference between being moved by life and being, <laughs> uh, bummed by life. I don't know. But anyway, she gave me this list of, um, what typically is happening with you if you have a deficiency in either estrogen or progesterone, which are like the two main ones for females, right? So just, okay, if you are estrogen deficient, this is what could be happening to you. And it makes sense because think about it, whenever you go through menopause, what drops your your estrogen? But anyways... What happens to you? I'm really enjoying you're you're doing the teacher thing of like answering and like answering a question with a question. What's the thing that drops? And you're looking at me yeah. like I'm supposed to answer, but I'm like I have no idea. But don't answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, just gotta, don't cool. talk. Love that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. So if you're deficient, I'm in really estrogen, just reminding people that I'm here. <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> and I sorry. No, um, no, I love you. Continue. But I'll, yeah, you also said you would be the humor of this episode, but I said boner. So. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta work your magic. Okay? You gotta do it. Here we go. So estrogen deficiency, things that could be happening with you: hot flashes, night sweats, dry skin, mood swings, heart palpitations, painful intercourse, cool, headache, <laughs> low libido, sleep disorders, other women stuff. I don't know how much I should read of this. Anxiety, memory loss, yeast infections, depression, irritability. Okay, those are some symptoms of if you're estrogen deficient. I'm going to keep going. If you're, this is the last one I'll do. Progesterone deficiency. um, Severe PMS irritability. Mood symptoms, depression, anxiety, panic, anger. And remember, that's whatever I had. That's what leads me to these tests. Uh, And I'm always, I always test progesterone deficient. So it just lines up. It's like so nice to have an answer for it. Uh, Night sweats, decreased sleeping. Totally for me. Water retention, weight gain. That's another reason why I went in for this. Irregular menses, cramping, infertility, AO, acne, (laughs) joint pain. So, um, and again, I didn't have all of these things, but, you know, and, but the benefits, I don't think I'm going to read those because I think like it just, I'm like, oh, I would just be a normal human if I had like a regular amount of progesterone, right? That's what I think. So you can look those up and I can like link those. But it, the biggest blessing for me is that it's just given me answers, like pure data on paperwork. So what the testing looks like that I've done, and you can do, I think Everlywell has some hormone testing specifically with like cortisol. It's probably a little bit more affordable. Um, I've also, what's the other test that they talked to? The Dutch test, apparently that's one. Um, but the testing 
for me, I don't know what the Everly, the one, only one I've done is this, is this one with this woman, Priscilla, that I go with in Foley. But so, uh, it's a saliva test, which is like gross and it's annoying, but you wake up, you get a sample of your saliva bef- basically before breakfast, before lunch, before dinner, right before bedtime. So that way it's testing your cortisol levels throughout the day and it's getting like an overall assessment of what, where your hormone levels are at, right? Um, a side note of something that I learned in the last test and you did, <laughs> we kind of both did, you have to stop, you can't have caffeine the day of testing or the day before because it'll kind of like affect your cortisol levels. And I had the most severe headache that I've ever had and realized that my addiction was just a little too strong in that and that I needed to scale back. So Yes, we're trying to make the switch to uh, tea. Tea. Whew, man. Yeah. We're trying to just get our get our lives in order while yes. we're locked down. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, but the podcast that Jeremiah and I were talking about earlier, there's a woman that my sister and I have found and just love her research. We also love her clean products that she does because she's a believer in that to- getting rid of to- any toxins in your life and harsh chemicals because she believes that that can affect your hormones and stress and all that kind of stuff. So um, we listened to her, and but she had this woman on the podcast that I made Jer- – that's the one I made Jeremiah listen to, and it was specifically talking about – uh, sleep insomnia, neurotransmitters, anxiety, what to do, just like some tips. And whoa, was it informative? It was very informative. It is a very crunchy uh, interview. Oh, r- really? Is that what you got from it? That is definitely what I got from it. But <clears throat> I think that crunchy is not a bad thing. Right. I just, like that term, I don't even know if I fully understand that term. Yeah. But it is definitely more of an argument of, Medicine should be the last resort because it could very well be your diet. Yes, that's a great that's great to segue what I was going to talk about. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because another thing that kind of I I mentioned that the five year span of all the stress factors that happened to my mom was my sister being diagnosed with UC. Yeah. And at the time, so my sister's 24 years old and she has to get her first colonoscopy and They tell her, you know, eat as much fatty food as you can. Just like go to McDonald's, just really fill up. And after your colonoscopy, you know, like, you know, reward yourself and also like replenish everything that you just lost from that. And she was like, but McDonald's makes me cry because it hurts so bad whenever I eat it. It, my, My body can't digest it. Yeah. And we were all just like, why is the doctor telling her to eat this? Like, why Why is that a thing, you right. know? And and why would you want to replenish, in their words, anything with McDonald's? I, right. Like, and, and, and I'm not knocking McDonald's. I will have a quarter pounder with cheese any day in front of you. I know. But the idea, like, no one is arguing that McDonald's is the healthier choice ever. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. idea, I mean, that would be like, you know, like, Man, we're running out of gas. We need to fill it up with Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, that just doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. So, they didn't tell her to cut gluten. And the, looking back now, I'm like, that's so shocking. So, she kept eating regular, but she kept having severe symptoms. Yeah. And I'm, like, I don't know that I should go into the details of her symptoms. But no, no, no. You shouldn't. Just very severe yeah. is all I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. 
But she went to this woman and Priscilla, who is also a nutritionist, the woman that does our hormone testing. And she was like, I feel terrible. What do I do? What medicine do I get on? And she said, Alex, I don't want you to get on medicine right now. We're going to try to heal this thing from the inside. And so she said, I need you to cut out gluten and just see how your body reacts to it. Yeah. And sure enough, Alex started healing very quickly. Yeah. Um, I say quickly. Maybe that's a lie. She started healing, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, my sister has been diagnosed with UC now for for she's almost eight years. She's now, yeah. Oh, I did that really good. Yeah, so she's been diagnosed for UC um, with UC for eight years. She has never taken medication for it. That's amazing. Uh, she has only healed her gut and her colon with food and supplements. Yeah. And I think um, that's kind of like what I want to stress with that. So that's also kind of what led us down this path of like, okay, because supplements, we can we can find nutrients that we need that are in supplements in food. And that's where I want to be encouraging of like, if you can't afford the vitamin D supplements, like see if you can add more healthy like fish in your diet. Yeah. Because that has that has the vitamin D and so many like just a great source of protein in your life. So um, how I want to translate. Or I want to transition into, uh, oh, oh, another fact that I heard on this podcast. She says that ninety percent of neurotransmitters are produced in the gut. That uh, that's on my notes. That's shocking to me. Yes, and I was shocked at how little I think about my gut, yeah. and how your sister <laughs> will bring up the gut she in has any to. conversation. She has we to. We will think be about in it. the Hallmark aisle buying birthday cards. And yeah. she'll be like, you know what's great? Probiotics. Oh, I know, but like she has to do no, that. No, I know. Herself. I'm not making fun of your sister. Your yeah. sister's amazing in that way. Yeah. But your gut is so important to the overall health of your entire body. And that's why, like, I think it's so important to like take it like if you don't feel well, it's probably because of something you ate. Mm-hmm. Like the the amount of effect your food has on you is remarkable, mm-hmm. and we all know that. But it's still way more fun to eat Doritos. Your body can react to a food that it's sensitive to up to four days after eating it. That's wild. And the reason, like, I'm trying to figure out how we can tie together neurotransmitters and hormones because neurotransmitters are. Literally, those are the chemical messages in your brain. And I think we all kind of know that. Like this, you have, you know, the serotonin. I did not know that. Oh, sorry. (laughs) The serotonin, the dopamine, the norepinephrine, like those are your neurotransmitters. And I didn't know this, but apparently whenever you take an antidepressant, you're not, that's not giving your body more serotonin. That is making the serotonin move around in your brain more Mm. so that you can like feel its effects. That's why whenever you come off a medication, you're kind of like depleted and feel weird. It's because it stops moving it around and it's just kind of like at a stand a standstill. Also, super sucks. Alcohol depletes the neurotransmitters in your brain. Yeah. That freaking sucks, but it's just true. It's true. Um so if you are and you probably already knew this, but like if if you're struggling with like depression, anxiety or you're feeling just like you don't feel like you have that serotonin that you need, Cutting alcohol is going to give you really quick results. Yeah. And also the another thing in the podcast that was heartbreaking to me was uh, if you're dealing with anxiety, stress, coffee is probably that thing. 
that's doing that to you. Oh, it said that? No, it said uh, you, like, was it six to ten ounces of coffee? Yeah, it definitely said if you have, like, a reasonable amount, you're okay. You're okay. I don't know what it would be like to have a reasonable amount of coffee is what I'm trying to say. Babe, you're doing so much better. Uh, Of course. It was probably April. I was having two entire pots by myself a day. I know. Like, my whole body was, like, trembling. But yeah. that is, we, I think, I think the end of this podcast, we're going to have a lot of goals in my, like that we're going to lay out. Yeah. My number one goal is to just totally cut back on, on Joe Yeah. by the end of pandemic, by yeah. the end of this uh, lockdown, whatever. I want my coffee addiction to be in order for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think we're like making moves to that in a really great way. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, like I said, I want to reiterate that stress is the main focus here if if you resonate with any of the symptoms that i've like mentioned on this podcast like i first recommend like the the most budget friendly thing you can do is to manage the stress in your life yeah um because if you can you know hopefully naturally get some cortisol leveled out without having to buy the expensive hormones and again it might take longer but um, and the, I'm not guaranteeing results, but I'm saying like you could, if you decrease the stress in your life, yeah, you can kind of like balance that a little bit better. What are you going to say? Two two things that she said about stress that I thought were like so easy, so practical, and so oh, I love this part. Yeah, yeah, uh, keeping a gratitude journal. This sounds so crunchy, but it's so true. It's so true. And yeah. she said, list three things that you're grateful for. Yeah. in the morning or at night, and you will alleviate stress totally. it's like clinically proven to alleviate stress it kind of just happens to your body whenever yes yeah the other thing that she said that i thought was interesting that obviously is so obvious now but saying no to things yes like say no to the thing that you want to say no to but you're afraid of friction this is a very yeah. Brene brown thing like yeah um the discomfort will last far shorter than the resentment from saying yes to something you didn't want to. Yep. And uh, I feel like that c- totally gets out clutter in your life. If you're just honest with the person and you can say, hey, listen, I've got way too much on my plate right now. Mm-hmm. Can we can we maybe think about this later? Whatever. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another way to help with your cortisol levels, and this is something I want to start doing, is the importance of, and I listened to another, this was the same podcast with another guest. He was a cardiologist. Also, I told you this, I did not know this as a cardiologist and a lot of people in the medical field are not required to take nutrition classes. That's bananas. What the actual heck? That's bananas. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's bananas. Anyways, so, but one of the ways that he believes, because he's into like supplements and stuff, also important to say, they kept reiterating supplements don't compare to actually just like, yes, they help. But if you decrease your stress, that will be more effective than taking the supplements to yeah. fix your life. Um, but anyways, if you are noticing that you crash at the end of the day or at a time or no, at a time that's like not whenever you're not supposed to crash, like if you wake up tired or and you got to you were like, wait, I got a decent amount of sleep. Like what happened? Uh, they stress the importance of getting sunshine like in the early waking hours yeah because it helps with like the cycle of the day and sun and vitamin d is 
so important. That is like, I think one of the number one nutrients we need to help our immune system and our overall function. Yeah. And also exercise. Like, yeah, there. And, you know, I love Joe Rogan. I do. And I'm and I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. But I love listening to Joe Rogan and how it comes up on every episode of his podcast. Someone will yeah. be like, uh, yeah, just like suck, we'll just suffer, suffer with depression. And he's like, you need to get outside and you need to, like, throw some weight around. Yeah. Go go outside and move your body because yes. I mean, yes, the gym can get you there, but you're not getting the sun right? and you're getting like the chemicals that they clean down the machines with, which is frustrating. Get outside. Uh, Cause you know, they, the reason the paleo diet and like the paleo lifestyle is so celebrated with these crunchy people is because it takes you back to a time before all of this, before modern technology of like where movement happened outside whenever you're in the sun you were eating like a cave woman but that like it was all like organic non-processed junky stuff um yeah i uh so these two things i wrote in the podcast as i was listening yeah. because you made me um listen so i was paleo in college and it was probably the healthiest my body has ever felt okay and not because I was in college, but because I was eating super clean. Yeah. And uh, I, it took me forever to put those things together. And she was describing why you never overeat protein. I wrote that down too. But you always overeat carbs. Yes. Have you ever said, oh my goodness, I just ate way too much chicken last night? Yeah. No, it, you're always like, I ate way too many potato chips. Yeah. And it's because your, your protein, it gives you energy. Yes. And you can get full on protein, but yes. carbs, you just like keep going. Yeah, I, protein is also an incredible source of the hormone. It like feeds your hormones in a positive way. Yeah. And, you and need it. another quote she said about the paleo diet that stuck out to me was cave women don't get fat. Yeah. Um, and I don't like the term fat when you're describing I didn't like how she talked about that either. No, but I, do, I yeah. don't like, like, if, if a, if some dude in front of me is calling a girl fat, I will like punch that dude in the neck. Yeah, like I, I hate, know. I hate that language. I know. But it was interesting to me that like all these new modern health crises, like they didn't used to exist. Yep, we're and circling back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is bonkers. And like, pro I wrote down protein increases your serotonin, and it sustains your energy. Another tip for cortisol. That's an easy fix, I think, to, f to if you're noticing that you're losing energy throughout the day or at the wrong times. Number one is the sunlight in the morning. But also, if you eat little bits throughout the day, then because if they made the example of like if your body is under stress already, like if your cortisol levels are kind of whack, uh, if you do where, you know, intermittent fasting can be good for some people, yeah. but if you're under a lot of stress and you try to do intermittent fasting, your body thinks it's actually under more stress because you're not feeding it. And so it's going to act as if it is under stress still. And so it's going to hoard that as like more fat compounds in your body. Yeah. So, um, to eat like small amounts throughout the day. And I, and I, you and I went through like a intermittent fasting season and, and I think we were not really under stress and so maybe it was like a good time that we did it. Yeah. But now we're kind of like getting out of it because I'm, you know, just like new things have come up. She also, I love this from the, another podcast of that same umbrella of podcast. The cardiologist said an easy way to tell if you're sensitive to a food group or like, you know, dairy, soy, whatever is check your heart rate 
you know, if you're just resting, like a resting heart rate, check your resting heart rate before you eat your food. And then about 15 to 30 minutes after, check your heart rate again. If it's jumped 10 points and you haven't really changed your activity, your body's having a a little bit of a troublesome time like digesting it. Hmm. And I think we all know what it feels like whenever your body isn't digesting something well. Yeah. Like you have like that weird, like something's not right. Like something's not working in there. And so that's just so important to listen to. And if it's like whenever they brought up, if you're at the dinner table and there's an uncomfortable conversation happen happening and somehow like eating your food is just like hard, it's because your body's like not really like it's stressed. And they say, you know, I try to the whole intuitive eating of like eat whenever you're happy. Yeah. Because if your body is under stress or if you're like whatever, it's not going to digest well. And a tip, if if you find like you're just been in like a really stressful state, but you like need the nutrients, she recommended um, making soup, like yeah. boiling vegetables and blending all of that because that's going to be the easiest thing for your body to digest if you like need the nutrients quick like that. Yeah. I thought that was, I want to do that more. I think that's just like, especially in the cold months. Back to sunlight, I had the thought like, cold and flu season is in the winter and right. i'm like is that because we're not getting as much sun Tell you em. know like we Tell because i the cardiologist also said like and i love this example or i guess analogy whatever in that we treat skin often like it's just like the casing for our insides but skin is an actual organ and whenever you're in sunlight and you're getting vitamin d from the sun on your skin it is as if your skin is a solar panel into your body and it is feeding it that nutrient so that it can survive. Yeah. And it's, man, it's just so necessary. So get outside. That's the yeah. easy, that's the easiest fix that you can do. So my favorite uh, quote from the whole thing, because, you know, it's talking about stress and, and how your diet can affect your sleep and how it can affect insomnia and all these other things. And she said very flippantly, you and I have had this debate over and over. Um, if you're having trouble sleeping, you should sleep naked. I know. I heard that, and yeah. Did you big fat eye roll? No. Because I mean, this is a big she, thing in our in our marriage. It wasn't, babe. It wasn't just sleep naked. It was get your body to be cool. She also was talking about specifically women with like night sweats during menopause. So well, then I feel like I'm always going through menopause. <laughs> no, you don't. Because you're I'm always cold. I'm always trying to make the case like, hey, I will be that guy. But like, it is true to you. Sh- to get good sleep, it is recommended to have a cool room and naked and it body. Is, it right, <laughs> or you can get a cooling. Why don't we get you a cooling pad? She said that's a cooling a thing. pad and a naked body in our bed, and I would just sleep so much better all the time. Sure, I think I'm a big proponent of birthday suit napping, <laughs> and I never get to, babe, because I, I'm married I to someone that doesn't support. I don't know why I don't support it. I guess I'm like. I don't want to go into that. Oh, you don't want to go into it? Okay, well. Yeah, I mean, I went into a lot of things. Um, I also, one of my favorite things she said at the end of the podcast, because the host always says, you know, what are some books you recommend? And then what are, she asked, what are some misconceptions people have about your practice? Yeah. And she said that a lot of her clients come to her and they think that they have to be perfect to see results. And that that's not true. That's just not true. I love that. I love thought that. that was such a good note to end on of like, if you can just make like a tiny change, you know, slowly just like incorporate these things into your life, it, it should help. Um, and then also I, because I've never thought of it this way of there should be a beginning and end to supplement taking. 
mm. you're trying to to fix something. So you can know if it's fixed. Exactly. Well, and hopefully it's fixed, and then you're not just giving yourself excess. So another thing, like my sister, you know, having UC, she will have what we call a flare when she's her body is like reacting. It's like fighting off whatever it needs to. And her doctor had her go on just like a very high dose of turmeric supplements last year. Yeah. And, you know, she's not, I, I thought about that. I was like, oh, she's not still doing that. She only does that whenever she's in a flare. Right. Um, and so there, but also I, I did find out cause you know, I, I think last week I had mentioned like the reason we kind of like dove into this this week is that I, I knew I was getting my results this week and I realized that I was just like so tearful um, I was sad without having or knowing a reason for my sadness. Yep. Uh, definitely knew I was under, I was in a depression. And so I was anxious to get my results back. And it turns out I'm deficient in uh, norepinephrine, I think. And, well, you know, it's honestly, I'm like blown away by this. I, my hormone levels are completely in the green this time which has never happened in all the times that I've tested, which is just amazing to me. And I've been on progesterone supplements for about a year now, and so that is so encouraging to see if it works. I'm meeting with this nutritionist on Thursday, so she'll tell me if I need to get off of it or not. But so it looks like I'm really deficient in norepinephrine and epinephrine, and it, if you are low in either of those, it's the first thing it says is low norepinephrine and low epinephrine may be associated with depression and mood t- changes. Um, and then a decreased ability to stay focused on task and diminished sense of personal professional drive. <laughs> that could not be more true. That's definitely what was happening. So <clears throat> you can get, it looks like I'm going to be put on a vitamin C supplement or she's going to recommend taking vitamin C. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I was deficient in a lot of vitamins because of my dental health lately. And I think that's all tied in. That could go crazy, though. Uh, there's, or not go crazy it could just get intense yeah well i how long did i just like talk for like forever it it was it was forever i'm very proud of you that is the most hype you've been my throat's a little sore yeah no no that's and i love that about you okay uh i would like to end this on something that you're super into that has nothing to do with this okay because i could imagine no no so i can imagine if you're listening to this and you just heard two people that you know bang instruments for a living um <laughs> the um you said bang in it, it yeah wow just... <laughs> no it's so, just funny uh i could see how this would sound kind of preachy and that is, i literally Do had I, a cookie for lunch i think so, like, i get I'm, that way whenever i get excited about something and i you know it's always a turn off whenever someone is like so stoked that you're like yo chill yeah and i think that i might have come across that way but i i just want everyone to know that like this this information has really helped me. Yeah. And it's gotten me out of seasons of depression and anxiety. Yeah, I love with that. With this and hopefully like there's something you can take away from it and if you know, if you want to skip this episode then you've already skipped it. So great. <laughs> so you haven't made it this far anyway. Really quick though, the podcast we kept talking about <clears throat> is Wellness called Mama. Wellness Mama. Yeah. It was yeah. episode 317. Cool. Yes. So um the thing I'm super into this week is Home Alone 2. Because we watched Home Alone 2. Oh, my goodness. Uh, maybe the most violent movie for children yeah. that exists. 
It was kind of gross. Yeah. The So I don't know if you're familiar with Home Alone 2 or like if you haven't watched it in a minute. Um, the whole premise is uh, Kevin McAllister gets lost in New York City. And the wet bandits escape from jail. And they like there's the plot line where they're trying to get Kevin and Kevin's trying to get back to his parents, whatever. There is this extended scene for like 20 minutes with <laughs> Joe Pesci and whoever the tall guy is. It is like 20 minutes. It's yeah. like 20 minutes. And I keep thinking about it. That's whole. That's their whole role in the movie is just to get beat up on by a kid. Mm-hmm. So there is the scene where that opens the this part where it's like the twenty minute we're getting the bandits because Kevin McAllister is apparently a maniacal genius. He's right. he's lighting he's an engineer and just the best. Yeah, he's lighting ropes with kerosene. He is rigging electronics to toilets to make bombs. Like it's stuff that no ten year old actually knows for how to sure, do. For sure. Um, but mean, that scene starts with Kevin being up like five floors. And throwing a brick <laughs> and hitting the bandit in the head with a brick. Just chunking it. Four times. Just chunking it. That would have been the end of that segment. Had that been real life, that would have been the end of the segment. I hope kids don't try to replicate that scene. No, they're talking about remaking Home Alone. I mean, everyone's really into it this year. Yeah. I feel like it's very popular this year. I think it's, it's like actually streaming this year maybe. but uh, Oh, maybe. It, it holds up. I think it's cheesier than the first one. I think it holds up, though. But you still got John Williams. You still got Macaulay Culkin. You still got Moira Rose. Catherine O'Hara is so good. Mm-hmm. She's perfect. I know. Uh, so, yes, Home Alone 2 is the thing I'm super into, and it is streaming on H... No, is it HBO? No, it's Disney Plus. Disney Plus. It is streaming on Disney Plus. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so... I feel like you know what I'm going to say, and you're going to feel so happy that I am saying it. Neurotransmitters. No. Oh. Uh, Jeremiah and I, this year for Christmas, decided to give each other a budget. Stop fist pumping. Uh, for Well, uh, we always give each other a budget, but this year we said, here's a budget, but. Yes. We wanted to n- make sure that we got something that we wanted and yes. not something that we would just like be like, oh, thanks, and then not really care. Thanks. But then again, you and I are really good at gifts, but also we just didn't want more stuff we just wanted something practical yeah so i said okay jeremiah here's your budget i'm gonna get you like tell me what category you want me to go for so what we did is i said okay i'm gonna spend this amount of money on you on whiskey i get to pick out what kind it is what i do with it if it's just like 50 shot glasses or what is it you know what i mean yeah and then i gave you the category of loungewear yes and I love loungewear. I have, I'm in it right now. I like, I wear so much of it. That's yes. the thing. Before pandemic, did you know this? Two years ago, someone asked me, "What is the one thing that you pack too much of on tour?" Loungewear. Loungewear. Yep. Always have. Always will. Yep. Uh, so that's what I gave him. You went for straight pajamas. You got me a classic black button-up long sleeve long pant pajama set. Pajama set from Me Undies. I'm telling you. And oh my word. They are the best pajamas I've ever owned in my life. I know. I knew, I knew it when they came in. When I was holding the bag, I said, I'm about to change the game. Yeah, and I didn't think you could. Because, because I'm I... big on... Hey, here, back up. I'm a big proponent of two things that not enough people get hyped up about. Tushy health. Tushy health. But let's go deeper. Uh, I mean... Uh, I mean, that's about as deep as you can go. Um, tushy health. But that starts with... Don't just talk about the mattress. Talk about the sheet. 
your butt needs to be wrapped in the finest fabric. What's the mattress? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. like w- your bed sheets mattress- are okay. so important, and the bed sheets yes. of my bottom are the undies. What happens when you sleep naked then? I got great sheets on my bed. It's like my whole body out. is in underwear. Mm. I don't even know what that even means. Yeah, you're in. This is getting weird. Um, <laughs> so you've always all that to say. You've been supporting me undies for a long time. Yes, I was, an early ad- I was an early adopter of MeUndies. I, I think my first order was in like 2012 or something. I've never gotten them, uh, any product from them. But I I really thought you were going to get me like another like lounge set that I could like wear in public and be fine with it. But you, instead, you got me just like the most classic pajama set. And it's all black, which is something I, I'm literally in all black right now. And <clears throat> it well, fits like a glove. It, I, I've slept in it the past two nights. It is so soft. Yeah. It, oh my goodness! I, yeah. I'm just like blown away at how well you did because I'm the type of person that goes to bed in shorts and a t-shirt that like don't match at all. Yeah, and you don't need to like wear like a business suit to bed. That's not what the my I the older I get, you and I don't the make less a lot. you wear to bed. Yes, yes, I'm <laughs> I'm inverted <laughs> naked. Uh, you and I don't make a lot of money. But I learned if you spend the money on the thing you want, you will save money in the long run. Yes. Yes. Because you're getting a better quality thing and you're not buying something you don't really like and then buying the thing you want later. Like you're just buying it once. And I wanted you to have dope PJs. I know. And that's what we did. And I have dope PJs and I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear the heck out of those over the Christmas season. I know because you're not going to have insomnia because your girl got neurotransmitters Right. Okay, stop it. Can you tell a difference in my sleep in the last year? Oh my gosh, you used to be miserable to fall asleep with. Uh, guess what I changed a year ago? I got on my progesterone supplement. Amazing. How amazing and is that? A year ago, I would be woken up at 3 a.m. to a crying wife because she could not fall asleep. Mm-hmm. How far we've come. Man. I know. I love you. I'm proud of you for this. I hope this was a lot. I feel like I have it's crazy like it's I feel like I just want to say like so much more but I I know I've said too much. No, you you could talk forever um on your upcoming podcast Aaron talks about neurotransmitters. Uh sure. <laughs> okay. Go get some sunlight. Do it. Go take an Epsom salt bath. That was also one of them. Yep. Epsom salt. Go get some sunlight. We love you. I mean, I like you okay. What's up, everybody?